0: The readings from scripture this morning are in reverse order again this week. The New Testament reading will precede the old and the sermon will derive from the numbers text. Our New Testament reading, however, is from Paul's letter to the Ephesians in the second chapter beginning at verse 12 and continuing through verse 13. I invite you to listen for a word from the Lord as it is there written. Remember that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers to the covenant of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Here ends this reading from God's holy word. Our Old Testament reading for this morning is from the book of Numbers in the 15th chapter, beginning at verse 37 and continuing through verse 41. Again, I invite you to listen for a word from the Lord As it is there written. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them to make fringes on the corners of their garments throughout their generations and to put a blue cord on the fringe at each corner. You have the fringe so that when you see it, you will remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them and not follow the lust of your own heart and your own eyes. So you shall remember and do all my commandments and you shall be holy to your God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. Here ends this reading from God's holy word. As I was reading scripture this week, I happened upon these verses in one of the books of the Old Testament, which most folks, me included, don't tend to spend a great deal of time studying. We are tempted, after all, to gloss over much that we find in the book of Numbers as our eyes get weary of reading chapter after chapter after chapter of a census of the Hebrews during the time of the Exodus. After all, is it really all that important to my Christian walk if I can't off the top of my head recall the lineage of On, son of Peleth? But interspersed in the midst of all these genealogies that are contained in this book, there are some really fascinating and profound passages that are worth reading, they're worth giving some more thought to. And for me, this was one of those passages. On the surface, it may seem rather odd, even silly thing for the Israelites to be commanded to do, especially in light of all the other solemn commands that the Lord God had given to Moses to instruct the people of Israel Yes, we remember many of the thou shalt's and the thou shalt not's, worshiping God alone, being kind and civil to your neighbors, that sort of thing. But putting blue ribbons on the corners of our clothes. What is that about, Moses? Well, the primary thing that that's about is Memory. And here's a short example. This past Monday night, there was a pretty strong line of storms that came through these parts. We had some brief periods of heavier rain, and we had some pretty good winds for a while. And gusts brought down several smaller branches at the manse, which I'm still picking up, and a trio of utility poles just up from the clerk's house. Close enough... In fact, so that we lost power here for Rehoboth. In total, we were without electricity for over seven hours here. Well, fortunately, this was the first time in a while that we've experienced an outage that lasted for more than a couple of hours. The storm that night filled the sky with dark clouds, and by the time they began to dissipate, uh, we found ourselves in the gloaming. As darkness then descended for the evening, we lit candles in the manse, but carefully. It was then we began to long for light, and so it seems to go with most of our days. We flitter from this thing to that to the next, paying very little mind to much other than the various tasks that are right in front of us at the moment. And it isn't until something interrupts our well-established routines And the lights go out, we sit up and take notice of the trouble that we're in on account of this disruption. And that something could be, as it was Monday night into Tuesday morning, a loss of power. It could be a friend or a co-worker suddenly changing plans. It could be a a car accident or a medical emergency. It could be any number of things, ranging from the annoying to the truly life-changing. And when such trials as these come our way, this is when, more so than when things are moving along smoothly, this is when we may look out from our immediate surroundings and circumstances to the further reaches where we seek help from our God. Frankly, this is where God tends to be relegated most of the time to the fringes In a society that has grown progressively less Christian, even those who profess to believe in the triune God often do so for only about an hour a week. Most of the time we go about our daily routines, giving nary a thought to the author of all our days and our thoughts. We are importantly rushed. We haven't the time for communing with our Creator, the Maker of heaven and earth, and all that dwells therein, including us. We have pushed God to the fringes, tucked away safely until we have need to recall Him to do our bidding with this or that until a more convenient, less busy time. Perhaps when we're a bit bored, we'll go seeking God, or perhaps when we find ourselves suddenly in deep crisis. Though this is a sobering thought, if we are bold enough to admit it, when we do, we might take a bit of solace in knowing that we are not the only ones who have treated God in such a fashion. I doubt that the Israelites would have needed a word from God about wearing a blue cord on their garments if he didn't think that some sort of physical reminder would have been necessary. These are the things that were so important that he wanted his people not to forget. So he instructed Moses to tell the people to put a reminder right there where they couldn't help but see it on themselves and on one another, which is why the blue cord ribbons this morning. You're invited to pin one somewhere on your garments today to serve for you as they were to serve the Israelites as a reminder of the giver of the commandments and the words and laws that we have received. I think God knew of our human frailty and the ensuing faithlessness that we would and do readily exhibit. After all, it wasn't all that very long. After God had procured for the Hebrews their freedom from from their slavery in Egypt, that he had to come up with this idea for the blue cord. They hadn't traveled all that far en route from their former digs beside the Nile to their future home of freedom in Canaan land, where they... Took a moment to park by the side of the road, and there they forsake the one who had brought them that far already. They made for themselves an idol of precious metal, and they worshipped that instead. After they'd received the commandments of the law from God through Moses, they only went a very short little while before suffering collective amnesia, forgetting about how the Lord had instructed them to live. They demonstrated that much of humanity suffers from a very short attention span, and it doesn't seem to have gotten appreciably longer, even as we have become a more educated people. In fact, one could argue, perhaps just the opposite has taken place, which brings us back to these blue cords. During my most recent graduate studies in theology, I was to memorize certain pieces of content. Now, sometimes I used flashcards, sometimes these mnemonic devices, and sometimes associated images and so forth. Whatever worked to get me through those exams. Here in the 15th chapter of Numbers, God gives instructions for remembering, instructions to remind the people Instructions that a uh, few years ago now back uh, came back in popular consciousness in a, a different sort of way through Tony Orlando and Dawn. You remember, Tie a Yellow Ribbon? Right? The premise of that song was that a convict couldn't be sure whether his sweetheart would remember or care for him when he was released from prison, so he invited her to leave him a sign so he wouldn't have to bother her for a direct answer. And since that song was released, people began doing just as the song suggested. Yellow ribbons were displayed on trees and on lampposts, on mailboxes, on car and truck grills, you name it, to recall a variety of people and causes. Some translations from the Hebrew render God's command as cords of blue to be inserted among the fringes of garments as cords of violet to be inserted on the fringes of garments. Well, in either case, this is in keeping with the prohibition of the second commandment, the one that expressly forbids the creation of graven images to represent God as a blue cord could hardly be considered a representation of the likeness of the Creator. Even if it were a violet cord, that too would be a far cry from what Moses saw on the mountain. Whichever way you choose to render the original, the point is that God wanted his people to include something prominent there at the edges of their clothes that would stand out and thus serve his purpose to them as a reminder In the midst of everything else, here was to be an anomaly, something that stood out, something special, that was a bit out of place in its surroundings. Personally, I like the metaphor of the blue ribbon. After all, that's what we've come to associate with the finest. The cordon bleu is used as an award for best in class, in cooking, in athletics, in academics, and more. And God, as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, certainly is deserving of such an award. So, a blue ribbon it is then. Symbolic of God and displayed as a sign of His care for and love for us, as demonstrated by the gift of His laws and His commands, His word to us, telling us how to live in relationship with Him, how to live for Him and not simply for ourselves, how to be obedient to him and not to the world. It might seem odd or perhaps a bit silly to be asked to adorn your clothes with a marker of remembrance such as this, but God knows what his people need and he wouldn't have directed it if he didn't think it would have achieved his purpose. As if to prove the point, mankind has conjured up a ...a variety of fashion accessories to aid us in remembering this or that or the other. All different colors now of ribbons on our lapels are meant to call to mind this, that, or the other cause nowadays. So perhaps, just maybe, God was on to something all those years ago. I find the instructions in Numbers 15 to be an interesting footnote or cuff note in the grand narrative of Scripture... As we honor God's word to a people he has called to be faithful, may these small cords of colored thread bring to mind that calling. And to the God who has been faithful to us, even if we have not always been faithful in return. A God who continues to reside right here in our midst, as we talked about and discussed and debated this morning in our Sunday school class a God who continues, even when we would prefer that he stay out of our own business and remain on the fringes. For such a compassionate, personal presence as this, we may continue truly to say, thanks be to God and amen.